Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the unbougie food aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the unbougie food aid. This is Wesley Wright, your unbougie foodie. Good morning, Twin Cities. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's uh, it's a little bit of a dreary Saturday, but you know I appreciate the fact that you are here with me, your favorite foodie of the neighborhood. Um, before we begin, um, I want to start by saying. Uh, you know, as you all know, we've lost a, a great individual um, in the culinary industry. I am not a person that has met him before, but Anthony Bourdain, uh, we lost Anthony Bourdain. And it's it's hard uh, yesterday, you know, waking up to see that someone so prolific in the culinary industry um, was struggling and suffering through with depression or some feeling of maybe not being able to continue on. Anyway, I, I know we're starting on a somber moment, but I wanted to start off by saying that and definitely give you an opportunity as listeners. Um, if you have any comments or would like to, uh, maybe just say some encouraging words to anyone maybe a friend family member uh, an acquaintance uh, anyone that you feel might uh, need the encouragement today upcoming days um, feel free to do that um, the telephone number to hear to call here at the radio station is 651-200-3479 once again that's 651-200-3479 um, yeah I'm I'm here, you know, and we'll have that conversation a little bit further. We won't go too much in depth in it, um, but I think it's important to definitely bring out. Um, and if you or anyone you know, and I'll say this number once again, uh, you or anyone that you know uh, is actually having issues of depression or uh, considering suicide, please uh, make sure that you're contacting the National Suicide Prevention um, Hotline, which is 800-237, excuse me, 273-8255. Once again, that number is 800-273-8255. And there will be someone there to, to help you. 
um, definitely uh, reach out to your friends, families, and friends and family. Reach out to those individuals that you think are probably you see them always happy, always strong, but you never know what someone is actually going through. So make sure that you are um, touching base with everyone that you love and consider dear to you because it is we're living in a rough time. It's really important for us to reach out to one another and talk and have these conversations. Saying all that, once again, thank you very much for joining me here on the Unbougie Foodie. Um, I'm happy to have you listening uh i also have a friend a guest uh in <laughs> in the booth with me um his name is warren whitaker leave the mic alone <laughs> hello <laughs> thanks warren for being here no problem um i warren actually warren and i uh not too long ago had an opportunity to go up to a uh resort what, what? was it called <laughs> Izaddy's Resort up in Onamia. <laughs> so that's right. Yes, yeah, he's cracking jokes because yes, at first rushing and talking about it, I referred to it as Izaddy's. Okay, it was <laughs> that was totally wrong. Yes, and even people at work were like, "What is it again?" I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> at least the way that they had it spelled at one point, or at, well, how I saw it, it was two z's anyway izadi's resort in malax um it was a wonderful uh resort don't wouldn't you say yeah, it gosh was really it was cool. so much fun um huge place wasn't it like 500 acres or yeah something like that? i mean being on the i've never been up there so it was it was a it was an, a pleasure for me to it was a good weekend it yeah, was yeah, warm it was. Um, maybe a little bit too warm, but fortunately we <laughs> were by bit, yeah. we were by the lake, um, and got that breeze. Even got I think we sat out by the by the lake for gosh what about two hours mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. But um, we're I'm saying all of this because we had the opportunity of going up there and enjoying a really great meal, uh, and uh, I want to thank definitely Chef um, Brian uh, Neiman. Um, who is the executive chef there at um, the um, Izadi's um, Clubhouse restaurant. Um, you know, he arranged uh, an opportunity to have some really great dishes, and we're going to talk about some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, I'm just going to jump right in. Yeah. yeah. The first one, gosh. Um, Oh, well, those were our appetizers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I, I, we got there. I'll get to that in ju- that one <laughs> in just that a moment. Later. Yeah, because, you know, he sent out two different types, but we'll talk about what we actually had. Okay, so you remember that one, right? That was. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the buffalo chicken slider. Um, slider. Yeah. What'd you think about that? I thought it was pretty good. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite. Okay, I'll say that, but uh, understood. It was good. It we'll was get good. to our favorite in just yeah, a moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I uh, I had a the coconut shrimp, and the coconut shrimp. I love coconut shrimp. I don't have it often, but it was really good. I I enjoyed it. Yes, you did. It was. It had a sweet and sour sauce that was with it, and I don't think it was. Did you think it was too? I think you mentioned it. You yeah, thought it was thought probably it was, too sweet yeah, or something like for that. For me, but you know, I don't like real sweet 
stuff with meat. Mm. Uh, not usually, but you know. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. As far as I know. As far as I know. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> that was the coconut. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we've had uh, you had seafood before, and mm -hmm. I guess. I yeah I suppose so. You're always a fan of coconut shrimp. Yeah, that and your calamari. Right? Yeah, I, I suppose As so. As you would say, yeah, I'm tropical. I'm trop tropical people. Um, but I had the coconut shrimp, and we sat. We kind of like we. This is before the chef, you know, sent out a a couple of things. Now keep in mind, just because I'm talking about. The chef sent out a couple of things. It's not like he sent out these dishes and blah, blah, blah. And we're all doing that craziness. Honestly, I we paid for our meal. <laughs> so um, I, it was more of, for us, I considered it more of a welcome or saying thank you for coming up and, yeah. and yeah. whatnot. Uh, and I'm going to start with not our least. And maybe before we go into that, we yeah. can say... Just because these dishes sound really bougie, as you would say, <laughs> we were really surprised by what the restaurant actually is. Right, it's a real. It's down to regular earth. American restaurant that you would find pretty much anywhere on any corner. That's really a good point to make yeah. because, but I, the food was spectacular. It was yeah. like really like nothing you would expect. No, not at all, not at all. Yeah. And interestingly enough. Uh, again, thank you for bringing up that point because the um, the one of the waitresses or, or excuse me, the servers mentioned was it the server? No, <laughs> it was even before we the server. It was uh, we were checking into um, you know a room, and the desk uh, person mentioned, "Oh yes, we have a restaurant. Um, we don't have cooks at our restaurant. We have." chefs which was you know i think an important point to make uh but in reference to the type of cuisine that was actually coming from out of the kitchen and even looking on their menu yes of course i think folks are so used to you know you come to like a golf resort you don't really expect this right you know you just kind of like expect some, I guess, some snacks <laughs> or, yeah. or, some, or bar food. Bar food. Yeah. 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 Um, and but then when you go inside and you start seeing things on the menu that are like, you serve what? <laughs> you know? Well, that's why when you sent me the list of what the dinner was like, I'm like, really? We're going here. Do I need to bring a suit? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it, it's it looks actually just like a bar. It, it really you know? does. It really so does. So anybody that wants to get away for a weekend or whatever would be totally comfortable there exactly people were in shorts and you know shirts and it was nothing fancy yeah but the food well that's on the other hand yeah yeah, yeah. that's a, it's a definitely a step out of the box and and a step up if you would than what uh you would consider your standard bar oh, food absolutely yeah um, I'm going to start off because we, we both kind of raved on one particular one, but I, I'm going to start off with yeah. the the latter one, mm -hmm. <laughs> which was the peel and, in, peel and eat shrimp. Mm -hmm. um, I think for me, you know, I like shrimp. <laughs> um, it had it had great flavor. I mean, the seasoning, uh, I people do their peel and eat shrimp differently, um, kind of considering 
maybe like a seafood boil mm -hmm. um knowing that okay you could season your you could have the seafood in the actual boil itself mm -hmm. and have the water itself seasoned enough um and that has that's going to give it the, the flavor that you're looking for and then others might have it that um they they cook it just enough and then they add the seasonings afterwards um that you really don't get the flavors into the, into the actual shrimp yeah. exactly it might be on the outside so um this one it didn't really it was great it was good it was good it was good um i think i wanted to get more flavoring in the actual shrimp itself um but if you're a person that is familiar with you know sometimes going to a boil the first thing folks do no matter what it is peeling in peeling each shrimp or head on head off whatever you're and this is gonna sound kind of odd but you're gonna actually put the whole thing in your mouth and you're gonna suck the whole thing you know to get the seasoning off and then you're going to actually eat whatever in this case the shrimp um because you know those seasonings are on the outside mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yep. so and that was my first experience with that kind of so i was like what you put the whole thing in your mouth what yeah but i see i i can't remember if you've ever gone to like a seafood boiler if you've mentioned i don't think so no. okay see we need I mean, to crayfish but probably said that wrong but no <laughs> crayfish um, crawfish crawdads but never never like a boil you we have to do that yeah and it's totally me, it's messy it's oh yeah me, it's yeah, messy fine. this was messy well yeah this at least is for a, me this is a little bit this was mild compared to the seafood boil that i'm talking about you know we have some great ones in the neighborhood too so um we could talk about that yeah. offline because uh, that needs to happen sure um, I wonder if Brad would be interested. Is he a seafood person? Do you remember? Yeah. Okay. Well, hello, totally. fish. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He loves the fish. Yeah. Um, Sushi. I the, remember this... the, the, the what the heck was that one I posted online about the sushi? Train? Oh, okay. Yeah, he was ready to go. Oh, that's right. He did say that at Sushi Train mm -hmm. over on Nicolette. <laughs> that wasn't a plug or anything that was just to let you all know what we're talking <laughs> about anyway that was the peel and eat shrimp <clears throat> do i need trumpets and horns and everything for this next <laughs> one <laughs> the muscles it, it, what, do you want to describe that one uh for me it was the first time i've ever had muscles so i was like uh i don't know if i'm even gonna like these you know mm -hmm. so i'm like but whatever i'm gonna try it you know it's the first time and because I'm always expecting it to be like fishy and, and rubbery, all, yeah, you know, and they were phenomenal, yeah, yeah. The, but like you said, the broth is a lot of times what makes it, and the broth we were like dunking our bread in Can there. We have like, more bread, yeah. Please? Right. <laughs> After we, we were done, we sopped up all the broth. Oh my it god, was amazing! It yeah. was definitely amazing. Yeah. So just so you all know what the what we're talking about specifically, there is. Um, a, you know a mussels dish that they have uh, there at the restaurant and it's described as being fresh steamed Prince Edward um, Island mussels with pecan smoked bacon tomatoes basil and a white wine sauce and it's served with a garlic crostini I'm sorry the garlic crostini was like, something all its own <laughs> yeah it was all, I mean it had the right crust on the outside but still mm -hmm. soft enough in the middle the actual bread portion itself um it had those 
the spaces not too spacey you know with a lot of holes or whatever but it had just enough to capture the the sauce the gold yes it pretty <laughs> much, i mean the the sauce itself was literally that amber or gold color but it was like after finishing the the muscles um what was left was that still left some was the sauce mm-hmm. and it was like oh my god um more bread please mm-hmm. more yeah bread. it was it was great it was great you know definitely if you're interested um in finding out maybe some items that are on the menu you could definitely check out the items on the menu uh, by going to www.izatis.com <laughs> good job <laughs> and that is i z a t y s.com uh and you will be able to um go on their on their website uh specifically to their um uh, menu uh menu section, <laughs> section yes uh and view a number of the items that we're talking about specifically um, number one and appetizers on the menu which i honestly believe that should remain on the menu it i has think to. that's what they're known for uh, that, that's like their signature either just dish or appetizer whichever but it's that, bomb that's what they're known for it was so yeah. good you know and we saw those coming out like constantly yeah everybody was getting them right. yeah. yeah we know we, we know why exactly and so that that was really really cool mm-hmm. now now we're coming to uh, a portion where you know that was we got up there i think what friday night and saturday yep. we were there specifically for this event um which was called um third street uh, uh beer brewery, uh, brewery dinner yeah. yep um gosh uh so basically where... they paired almost each every course with a different beer from this brewery correct yeah correct and we're going to talk about these right now so <laughs> oh your favorite yeah uh, yeah exactly. the first one was uh the amuse bouche yeah. grilled shrimp and octopus ceviche and guacamole with some corn chips right and it was paired with uh again Sun the seeker shandy which was the one that we like yeah loved. that one was great that was that, bomb i think you can find that um anywhere right now i think i remember seeing it possibly no, was at, it even a beer i i don't know it was a beer was it i mm-hmm. thought it was something else um it was i think i remember seeing it at Chicago and Lake. Oh, well, Chicago Lake Liquor, I think. Um, and that was in passing. I didn't know about all the other different yeah. ver- um, varieties that were out there. I have heard about Third Street, but I was just like, it's, okay. It's uh, located in uh, St. Cloud. Yes. The brewery is. Exactly. But uh, the, the Shandy was, wasn't it kind of lemony? Yeah, Something it had like more that. of a citrus flavor. Yeah. It was uh, real light and it was really good. It's one that you, on a hot summer day, you cold, can yeah. definitely have that ice cold and just feel like you are enjoying life. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say heaven, but you know, I was like, okay, <laughs> that's I too far. I know exactly. I'm like, yeah, let's kind of keep it down to earth right now <laughs> and everything. Definitely. I mean, just enjoying life and just enjoying a moment um, of having a refreshing ale. Yeah, it's <laughs> or really ale light, drink. really good. I would drink that. Exactly. I, if I can find it, I'll buy some. Sim- uh, it reminded me a little bit of 
a cider but yeah. not as much yep. uh, i mean it, it did have and not as sweet and but of course because oh, it had <laughs> or uh, because it had you know that that a, a such a light hoppiness i'm mm. i'm not very much of a hoppy person we're, we're, we're about to go into some others um of the different um foods uh, or dishes that we had in the pairings that were associated with it or were, were associated with each dish but this one is like top like selection for me mm -hmm. yeah same here um, let's talk about this dish, though. Oh, the f yeah, I thought Man. it was great. You know, I I don't think I've again, uh, and thanks for inviting me. I don't know that I've ever had a ceviche. Ever? No, I don't think so. Man. So I was like, okay, you know, I've had you know calamari or yes. whatever, but this is like grilled little octopus, <laughs> you know. So I was like, Ooh, I don't know, but I'm gonna try it. Right. And it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, my only thing is, I think they had way too much of it too, for a first course. I think too much of the. Uh, you mean the avocado? The, the uh, guacamole. guacamole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, because they have it. Um on top of a big dollop, I guess if you call it, yeah. of guacamole. Yeah. And then you get like three little chips. Exactly. So you use the chips and then you're left with like half of it still. And I'm yeah. like, what do you do with this? Exactly. But uh, if they would have paired it back, if, you, if you're keeping the same amount of chips, it would have been perfect. Yeah. I thought it was great. I, it, was, it, was, it was phenomenal. Guacamole was fresh and really good. And, and I know that's not your favorite thing. That is exactly <laughs> what I was about to say, folks. Honestly, um, okay, I will, <laughs> I will suffer through some sushi, because and not care so much about you know the avocado because it doesn't really come in like huge large doses. But I, I have unfortunately my my insides don't agree with <laughs> the what I, I'm sorry. Don't be mad at me, folks. The green mishmash, <laughs> uh, but you're, you're oversharing with them. <laughs> yeah, I probably am. It's maybe that's a little bit of TMI and everything, but I gotta say, you saw, I ate this mm -hmm. dish. Yeah. I mean, w and I I didn't have any problem afterwards, at all. You didn't uh, eat all the guacamole. You ate some though, well, right? But I ate a large yeah. portion yeah. of it though. That's the thing. I mean, and I even told you. There's something different about this. I, I don't know if it's the, the acid or because it did seem to have a little bit more citrus uh, or something with the guacamole. I don't know if it was squeezed From over the it. Ceviche, maybe. maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe I don't that know. maybe that's it then, because I'm telling you, if I had that just by itself, the guacamole and the chip or whatever, I would have had some issues. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't <help> it. Yeah, <laughs> but it was such a great it was such a great start. Um, you know, gosh, uh, grilled shrimp, octopus ceviche. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah, and, and definitely setting it off and being paired with that um, sun seeker shandy. Yeah, definitely a great start uh, yeah, for the evening. I'll look for, for some of that stuff. Right. Yeah, for sure. Okay, next one. Oh yeah, the grilled Thai chicken sausage, uh, green papaya salad. Yep. Bur how do you say Bergamot. Bergamot vinaigrette. I thought that was great. It was so good. It was really good. Um, remember I said um, it the sausage itself tasted like uh, it was uh, an entire, like a Thai dish all yeah, wrapped up together. You're right. It had all, those all the flavors. Asian flavors all, all the levers. into one. 
And then when you have the the salad, you get that little bit of crunch. Yes. It was great. It was really And then good. the the vinaigrette that came along that was with the salad was mm-hmm. just it was bright, it was really light and everything, you know. And the interesting thing about the vinaigrette too, you know, it wasn't runny all over the place like on the yeah. plate. Yep. It was like really contained. It's almost like they probably I, I don't know the technique, but it's almost like they probably tossed the um uh the papaya salad very lightly in it um and then put it on and the then plate. put it on the plate yeah. you know i don't know if they use some type of a slotted spoon to make sure that not too much of the liquid was on the plate but it was perfect and definitely that sausage two nice big um pieces if mm-hmm. you would yeah it's not just almost like patties yeah and they were great sizes um okay yeah, we're we're both thinking the same thing. Paired with some, I was yes, <sighs> free speech uh, red ale, which was mm. super hoppy. It yeah. was. I mean, the somehow we drank it. I think we did. did. Is that one we shared? Because each person got their own can. It was sixteen of, ounces. Yeah, it was. Yo, gosh, <laughs> sixteen ounces per person. And, and we're seeing were, all these other people drinking. Oh, down. just totally like, going this is in. Be a mess by the time you get to the end. <laughs> it was, you know, we. I think at that moment we decided, okay, um, we. I think we probably need to share. Yeah, maybe just to kind of like get a, a taste. Because I, I mean, I may be a big guy, but I'm kind of lightweight when it comes to that. And if I drank those all myself, I would have been. We would have been in trouble. Yeah, I would have uh, been drunk. <laughs> just like that, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, the free speech red ale. It it really it had an. I'm gonna only speak to the color. The color was. It had a nice red color, <laughs> so I can understand that it was you know, a red ale. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, now, mind you, I'm quite sure that there are beer aficionados out, that are out there that are probably saying you don't appreciate, you're not appreciating what, why they use that specific beer to pair it with that, you know, because it's meat, and maybe because I, I don't know, I have no I, explanation. I got nothing for it. No. I I, no all I go is on taste, and I'm like, Ugh. exactly, <laughs> not for me. You know, I, I, I feel like if there were some other friends that had uh, also joined us or something like that, that really could appreciate beer. Yeah, they would they be able to. Said, oh yeah, can't you taste the the you know, coffee something. or yeah. taste you know the the richness and whatever. <laughs> like, okay, let me try again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and maybe may see that's also another thing to take into consideration too that maybe because we were maybe our minds were already turned off about it and maybe if they probably said, "Well, take a bite of the meat, maybe with the salad and then take a sip of, you know, beer altogether, maybe the mixture altogether, your taste buds will then start to figure out those different layers beer work that way? I, I think wine works that way I don't wine know about, that I don't know about I, beer. that's what yes, i'm saying yeah, i don't I'm, know no, yeah. you know <laughs> anyway after i got the first taste i'm like uh, yeah but that's uh third street um uh, it was the guy yeah, yeah the guy that was there you know he did trivia while oh we gosh. were waiting for the courses he was hilarious i he, really liked he, it yeah they they really put their um, their best foot forward yeah. and everything. I mean, they gave us souvenir glasses. Anyway, we'll get mm-hmm. to that later. But 
they their product is great you really just have to be a person that really understands about beer I don't and know if you, that kind of beer right you know I don't know if, I don't know if you would consider would you consider it craft beer maybe um, because there are just so many different types and everything and you know I don't know if it's craft beer or I, I, I don't know oh okay yeah well you know folks I, I don't want to forget you out there believe me uh, please join the conversation if you have some type of uh, comment on some of the ales that we're talking about or even the beer i'm sorry the beer the food <laughs> uh, please feel free to give us a call here at the station it is 651-200-3479 again 651-200-3479 um let's go on to the next one uh and by the way i i gotta say that you're probably wondering where are these photos that you're talking about you know you're talking <laughs> about these like you know we could see them you know we're Hope, I'm, we're hopefully describing them in a way that you can, can imagine them right and <laughs> maybe whet your appetite a little bit but i also have them available online so if you're familiar with my instagram uh which i encourage you to follow i'll follow you back i promise uh it is the underscore unbougie foodie and you will see you'll actually see these photos they are online because um, you know i do want to share um but you know also facebook um definitely feel free to follow me on facebook i want to make sure that i get that social media out there so I that do. so that uh, you have an opportunity to see where i've been where i've gone where i might be going <laughs> um but definitely um you know check those out uh on my social media um also my website which is www.theunbougiefoodie.com again you'll find uh, articles i've written as well as past shows um, and you'll find photos as well of uh, these various dishes that um, i've had the opportunity of consuming you want (laughs) to say yeah (laughs) so downing yeah getting back waiting for your call (laughs) (laughs) there goes the money so okay so the next one uh, let's talk about this one this is I like this one I was shocked by this one why why were you shocked I'm like it's cauliflower who cares but 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 it was it was phenomenal I don't know what they did to it it says fried cauliflower Manchurian is Manchurian it's more of a spicy yeah spice or Mm -hmm. what but it was phenomenal. It was like crunchy yep. and it had such a flavor to it. You don't even realize, I guess, that you're eating just cauliflower. cauliflower. <laughs> I was like, this is a freaking good. <laughs> and then they had two uh, chilies on the side, yes, t- which I thought, well, mm, not, not. I think I did a little bit, but yeah. I didn't do as much as you did. Oh gosh! And then as soon as he did, he's like breaking out in a sweat. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm yeah. glad I Glad I didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, anytime I have something with heat, I, and even though it might not hit me right away, like my palate uh, or my taste buds, my forehead decides that it wants to start to perspire, <laughs> perspire <laughs> uh, overly much, you know, and 
Yeah, I, it kind of reminds me reminded me of when we went to Owens Thai. Yeah. Oh, that was on a whole nother level. I though. know, but still, who was the one that had to keep getting up to go to the restroom to go get towels and everything? And everybody else is just sitting there eating their food mm-hmm. and whatever. And I'm like, I thought I had miles. I think I did have a little few beads of sweat on my <laughs> forehead even for that one. But, I mean. Aaron he, wasn't even bothered. No, he wasn't. Not at all. He's, yeah, he's fire breathing. Until the fish bladder came out. <laughs> but. These um, green beans, uh, uh, the chili, I mean, when you, the way that they put the chili on the, on the, on the plate or how they plated it, I thought was really unique too, because I think they realized, okay, we are going to put some heat to it. Definitely. But. If someone wants you want more, right? If you want more, mm-hmm. you take this. They left it on the side it, for you to do yourself. They left it on the side and yep. crumble it across. And now, of course, there was the disclaimer: please, whatever you do, if you are going to pick up the chili and you know crumble it over, please don't rub your eyes yeah, or put touch your, your face. Yes, because <laughs> the oils from it, you know, will actually remain. And you know, anyone that does t- any type of cooking, no matter what type of pepper or chili that it, well, specifically chilies, jalapeno. Uh, Serrano, Thai, whatever. Yeah, hopefully you know not to do that, or exactly. you've learned. You probably that. only do it once. It, yes, and <laughs> from that point, it's like I've learned my lesson. Yep, I've learned you, my you lesson. Remember. Exactly. You know that actually is something I would like to learn how to cook because it was it was so good. It was and it, and it seemed simple enough. Yeah. But you know what? I I think we might have to just yeah, kind of research that and find out that, yeah. because honestly, just looking at the photo itself, I mean, literally, it's it's maybe like two or three real ingredients. ingredients. Yeah. And you know, I think the other part, unless that's deep fried. I don't think it's deep you fried. Think, yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think it's Maybe deep fried. Maybe in the oven or in a pan. Well, yeah, probably. I think it's the sauce itself that probably that gives it. it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was great. I think it. Yeah, that's a good point. It might be something that you might be. Who knows? Well, that, that's right. Next week. Ooh, sorry. I, gotta, <laughs> I was thinking about something I've got to do next week. Um, got some peanut wraps and so forth that I have to prepare for someone's oh, house. Oh, yeah, party. that's yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh well, you know we didn't mention about the. Um, <laughs> we're, not, we didn't care. we're not trying to go past <laughs> it or anything, but um, that one was paired with uh, the um, the calamari. Oh. Uh, the calamari. The cauliflower was paired with a uh, lost trout brown ale. Again, I think the colors probably of the ale already give me an idea of how this is going to probably taste um i was brown it was brown and this one though really everybody heard that you're dumb um (laughs) this one though Uh, because it was brown uh it it had a coffee taste to it it had a coffee taste to it and and it's it's weird to have coffee and um, hops. Well, you're not really a fan of coffee anyway. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I At just haven't found coffee. the right. <laughs> let me put it that way. It's probably better. I, I guess I just haven't found the right type. And um, I, in the few weeks, next upcoming few weeks or whatever, I'm going to have an opportunity to taste a variety of different coffees. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And maybe you'll find a good one. Yeah, exactly. So you don't like my instant stuff. Yeah, 
I think I need to grind my coffee or, or something or get some great coffee beans. Anyway, I will be finding out the, about my taste levels and coffees and everything. Anyway, back to this one, this Lost Trout Brown Ale. It had a coffee flavor and I remember, uh, mind you, I know we didn't care for it, um, but other people around us, they were like, gosh, this is wonderful. This tastes so good. Yeah. Uh, you know they this were real hoppy. Yeah, again, you know? I, I think I can't get past that. Me either. I yeah. was able to distinguish the coffee flavor, but what came next was all the hoppiness, and it it just tasted bitter to me. And I, after having this this dish, yeah, I, yeah, because to me the the cauliflower Manchurian whatever's in that yeah had a little bit of a sweet flavor exactly. And then when you take to, that. To me, it that heightens the brown, bitterness. Yeah, exactly. Urgh. That's what I was trying to say. It even it it makes the the ale taste even more bitter. At it's, least it did to me. I exactly. Maybe maybe I'm weird. Whatever. But yeah, it we're, wasn't my favorite. We we don't we're not beer aficionados. <laughs> Apparently and not. No, exactly not. Anyway, <clears throat> moving on. And you're you're wondering, gosh, there's a whole lot of uh, dishes that they're talking about. Yeah, it was it was really nice because this dinner com, um, comprised of about what. Uh, five, five. Uh, different courses, yep. uh, and we definitely are. Well, seem to be talking about quite a bit of food, mm-hmm. uh, but they were small enough. They were, and su- but su- and filling enough to satisfy someone's appetite, especially when you're having five courses or seven exactly. courses or whatnot. Hello, remember when we went to um, Ice House? Mm-hmm. We didn't get like over full. No, it was, and that was ten courses. Yeah. And that, yeah, like was that was ten courses, and so we still have two other courses that we're about to talk about. Um, oh yeah, the smoked beer tri-tip, smoked yes. potatoes, and grilled vegetable gazpacho. Yeah, I love. I really like the, the the gazpacho a lot. Um, I mean, I like the entire dish. I'm just gonna say, I think the meat were was too thick. To I mean, the cut, the way that I got it was too cut. Um, it was too thick. Um, yeah, because it was what three pieces? Is yeah. that why they say tri-tip? Yeah. I, well, I don't think that's why. No, <laughs> no I don't. I, I'm just. But um, it, I, I think agree. it probably needed yeah. to be cooked a little more. At least mine did. Others seem to Yours have gotten there. On the raw, on the uh, rare, rare side. Yeah. Um, which I'm not used to eating rare. That really, I will have medium probably. Mm-hmm. Um. Mine was more done than yours was. Yeah, it was. I think mine was perfect. Yeah. My problem with it was I think it was too smoky. Yes. And for you me, mentioned that. it overpowered the anything else, the flavor of the meat. So we, I actually ended up putting some salt on it, <laughs> and that actually really helped. But for me, the potatoes uh, were phenomenal. Those purple potatoes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I mean, maybe meat absorbs smoke flavor more than the potatoes or right. something or maybe they had it in longer but the potatoes were phenomenal <laughs> Dude, it was I so good. was like oh yeah these are great it was it it almost seemed like the, it was to the point of caramelization for the potatoes but not to that extent or not it didn't reach there it was like it was almost there you could taste the sweetness but you could you still knew that it was a, a potato mm-hmm. and you tasted the the texture and but the flavors that were associated with it just 
it was on point yeah it was amazing so so good this one off the bat we already knew <laughs> hop lift ipa <laughs> we're like nope and i think by that time too we were we were kind of like even done with any type of beer or any type of drinking one because two it was hot and when you're trying to have all these different types i know for myself i can speak for myself having these different or jumping to these different types of beers and whatnot or any type of drink is going to get me in trouble and i needed to do things in moderation which you know i encourage everyone to do in moderation <laughs> uh but you know this tasting fortunately we only had maybe about 50 yards to walk to to get back to the room yeah. but it was whoa it was some stuff it yeah this was some hop beyond hop <laughs> i think yeah. uh we were we were gracious enough though to save them for some other individuals that came <laughs> yeah, along. That's right. Yeah, so they're like, oh, we can give you a bag and yeah. you can take your beer oh, with you. We're like, we had four okay. or five of them. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With yeah. no fridge. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Which that's not a bad thing. It's just you know no one ever really thought of you know hey we're gonna go to a you know a dinner. And have these I different... assumed everybody was going to have a glass. I thought that we were probably you know? going to have this uh, a small eight ounce thing and they were going to come around and maybe pour or right, something right. like that. No, you each got each person. There was about, what, 40 people, 30, 40 people mm -hmm. there. You each got a 16 ounce container can. <laughs> yep. of, uh, you know, the different ales. So... Dang, if I was thinking, I probably would have went back and asked them, hey, um, how many shandies you got left? I'll take those in trade of <laughs> yeah, these right. other five <laughs> or whatever. Exchange. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, the last thing, and I know that you probably, you didn't kind of like it all that much because of the texture. Yeah. But this last thing was tapioca pudding with fresh melons, uh, passion fruit, um, uh, passion fruit gili, uh, and then a banana mousse on top. At this dessert, it was small, light, and for me, I thought it was just really a, a great ending to all of these different. Mm -hmm. We had heat, sweetness. This was not on a regular dessert level of sweet. It was light enough that it was like, okay, it's a palate cleanser almost. But Warren, you tell us what you were thinking. Uh, for me, tapioca is a little weird with the little balls in it <laughs> the, the balls yeah uh, so it, it definitely wasn't my favorite i really liked the banana mousse on the top though i mean it had a great flavor to it and the uh jelly or whatever you call it yeah to me that's pudding <laughs> uh because it the there's two layers the passion fruit was on the bottom and the tapioca was on the top and then they topped it with the banana mousse, kind of like a dollop of whipped cream or something. So uh, I liked the bottom layer, but you couldn't really just eat the bottom layer because the, the tapioca was on the top. But I mean, it wasn't bad. Right. I actually would have maybe preferred ice cream or a gelato, kind of, probably yeah, some kind of gelato, uh, something even a lighter, I suppose. Yeah, like a real tart you know strawberry or or raspberry or something like that right yeah maybe to get rid of the beer flavor <laughs> and this was paired with uh, a honeydew wheat beer 
and wheat is to me is even worse <laughs> as far as hoppiness <laughs> or the taste of it so yeah it wasn't uh wasn't her favorite but we did drink a a can of it oh so. well, we did yeah um i think I love. I, I guess I like maybe their play on the word honeydew. <laughs> um, I suppose there was a little bit of a hint of some honey in it, and that's why they called it the way that they yeah. did. Um, and H U N N Y D O. Yeah. <laughs> um, like a honeydew list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was clever. But I, I, I definitely the the dessert. The all of it, especially I really enjoyed. I think the the I enjoyed all of it, but when you got to the that bottom layer, mm-hmm. that was just kind of like, okay, um, I need I a smaller spoon to get down into the crevices and everything down there. But it was it was really great. Um, once again, uh, I really want to thank them for uh, you know providing such an event and uh, you know the invitation to come up. Uh, yeah it was so much Same fun here. so yeah, it much was fun. fun definitely my goodness okay so we're still talking about food and uh, you know i i promised that we were going to talk about uh schmidt Sh- oh. okay i can't ever say it right <laughs> schmidt brewing uh building so it oh, is yeah. the food hall uh it is going to be referred to as or it is referred to not going to be it is referred to as keg and case so keg and case uh again we've talked about food halls in the past sorry uh we talked about food halls in the past where basically uh, a number of restaurants come together and they it's a collaborative effort you know uh where it re- I don't want to call. I never want to call it a like, food court. Please don't call yeah, it a food kinda court. Kind of like that, but you know, yeah. or like a bunch of food trucks together. Yeah, yeah I suppose, but <laughs> but they're not know, mobile. Yes, <laughs> they they each have their own their own Little space. There, yeah, yeah, and and it really is like you can go from one different cuisine to the other, uh, and different spectrums on y- your. On the culinary in the culinary world, mm-hmm. whatever Italian, uh, Jamaican, you know, uh, yeah, cuisine. Chicken, <laughs> kitchen's gonna be there. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's why I'm so yes. happy about that. And revival. Yes, but they're exactly. not serving their chicken they're there. Not. What's up with that? <laughs> that's what know. everybody goes there for. Yeah. <laughs> but that those are, I was we were gonna talk about uh, a number of the different vendors that are are gonna be out there. Uh, we mentioned definitely about uh, Pimento Jamaican Kitchen. You know, um, it's that funny. That place is the bomb. It is. And mm, I remember telling some about that some time ago. Never had the opportunity of actually going. And then they went by themselves or went with some others. <laughs> oh, I went with my cousin when <laughs> she was in town. Yeah, yeah. But it was great. It is so, so good, folks. Uh, I mean, definitely, I encourage you to check out um, kegandcase.com, www.kegandcase.com. Um, go to the, uh, it is, if you click on the um, menu of market, um, and then go to vendors. It will list all the different vendors um, that's currently either going to be showcased or are showcasing um, in the food hall. 
but <clears throat> again it's going to be uh, keg encased um seventh market is what it's you know the name um and it talks about all the different offerings it's going to be uh chef driven restaurants um they'll have a tap room there'll be coffee there'll be desserts as well um one of the ones that i noticed uh, and specifically i don't know if you've are familiar is rose street uh patisserie no uh, you haven't been to martina have you mm -mm. okay well i'm just saying folks that have been to some of these places know specifically what i'm talking about but rose street um they offer a variety of different breakfast pastries breads confections their confections Ooh. are yeah, the bomb. bomb. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to sound like an old person or, you know, learning the young people lingo. Oh, it was the bomb. Uh, but Too late. Shush. Um, but, it, man, I'm telling you, um, authentic French um, bakery and pastries. And I... I I'm just going to say, and I've talked about it in the past, I know that I've had chocolate, you know, I was a chocolatier at one point, you know, um, Belgian chocolate, but French chocolate or the things that they're able to do with the different, how do I describe this? The different desserts uh, will knock your socks off. I mean, there is a... a, a chocolate raspberry uh cake if you would with a chocolate ganache yeah you know what chocolate ganache is my favorite well, you know. but that's what Ooh. i'm saying it is this i'm sorry it, i had to describe it it's like a little block it's a block it's a block it's a block of chocolate block with all of, of the yeah <laughs> but it's nice. so delicious and then it has a raspberry uh, garnish on top with two mint leaves at least the one that I had when I went there just uh, that's again just one of the places um, you know that's serving any type of uh, desserts revival is going to be there but it is not going to be revival uh, the not. name no it's going to be called in bloom oh yes um is that why they're not serving their chicken maybe because I, I, otherwise people will be expecting it probably but interesting yeah but you know it's it's coming soon and you know in bloom um it will still have that um that wonderful chef um thomas spanner i believe is his name um you can go to or visit uh in bloom stp.com um, because that is the, you know, the website actually they're, they're going to be actually under, if you would, uh, and it you know on their website it talks about it being you know, at the Keg and Case Market. You know the address for it there is nine two eight Seventh Street West. Um, that's in St. Paul five five one zero two. So you know you have that opportunity of trying them out, but yeah, again so many different others. Um, house of I, I, some of these i'm not even familiar others. with but huh others <laughs> uh, some of these i'm not even familiar with but they sound very interesting like here's one that's a, it's described well the uh, restaurant that's, is yeah i'm looking at it on my phone oh too. yep yeah. house, i don't even know all of them that are going to be there house of halva uh it's uh 
apparently a famous um, uh, Middle oh, Eastern confection. That sounds good, right? Yeah. Uh, and you know, when you, I guess you can view the details on that. Gosh, yeah, that's that's the great thing about this is, and I think they're still working on stuff. But you know, um, all these different vendors that are actually going to be there. Um, I will personally have to look that up. I've not seen that or heard of that before. I now don't see a website no, or anything for it. No, are all of these like spinoffs of of open restaurants? I don't believe not so. All of them are? Okay. Not all of them are. Not all of them are. And you know, if you're wondering about if it's just going to be geared towards oh, you know, just <laughs> the carnivores, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, for instance, what there's green bee juicery. You have uh, nutrient dense, rich juices that you have to choose from, uh, and you know you have information. Uh, I believe do they ha also have a website as well. Green bee, green. I said green. Did I say green bean? Green bee. But did I say green I bean? Don't I don't think I did. Anyway, <laughs> green bee juicery. Uh, you know, just go to greenbeejuicery.com and you'll find out more information. And they definitely do have a website, um, and it's described as raw juices made in Minneapolis. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, right. Uh, and then there's also one there called Sweet Science Ice Cream, yum. which could be considered vegetarian, right? Well, <laughs> it could. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's handcrafted with the finest organic ingredients Minnesota has to offer. You know, we, organic ice cream. There, there you go. go. You know, we talk about this stuff, and you know, we definitely want to bring out um, the, I guess, restaurants and and places here within the Twin Cities. As, well, specifically St. Paul right now, um, but you know, abroad as well. Um, just not there. These are places that you can actually go and check out yourself. And believe it or not, when we have a food hall or places such as this establishment, and even the one that's you know downtown, the one that's going to be over in um, uh, what uh, Prospect Park area, that's uh, Malcolm's uh, Yard Market, um, the one in Minneapolis, you know that andrew zimmerman is going to be involved in it's these places because the of the size which we've learned in the past the size uh, causes them to be referred to as destination um food halls mm -hmm. uh and interestingly enough <clears throat> i think that that's what makes the the difference of the determination of like a neighborhood one um, you know, it's small enough that, you know, people within a, uh, just a, a bunch of properties can actually go to a larger one, um, one that you probably could actually walk to within maybe like a 10 or 15 minute walk or whatever. The destination ones, people are driving to these different destinations. And these are ones that basically spend some time and say, Hey, you know what? We're going to spend the, the day at a food hall and just everyone's going to basically be able to get their fill of uh yeah any type of cuisine that they're food, that yeah. they're interested in oh i did you see this one uh it's called forest to fork forest? fresh exotic mushrooms grown on site locally grown specialty crops forest to fork is a wild food grocer i remember that seeing a that grocery store like you've never seen before nice interesting there's one. Here's one for you. Five watt coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'll be caffeined up. <laughs> All right, exactly. Oh man, 
it's this is some wonderful stuff. I mean, we really have some wonderful uh, information. Um, Ooh, Croix Valley, the barbecue masters behind Croix Valley Foods, offer up their famous sausages and seasonings. Come by often because you never know what they'll cook up next. Uh huh. <laughs> well, gosh, we're we're coming to the uh, top of the hour um, and into the road i know right we talked about a lot of uh, just it was time was taken up with <laughs> izadi's restaurant <laughs> and yeah, definitely with stuff. kegging case uh really great stuff i'll definitely give you more information or tell you more information about um kegging case um in the future so that you know you definitely could find out about going because mm -hmm. I definitely know that I'm going to be going. I think it opens what late summer is what it said on the on the website. Yes, exactly. So I'm guessing August or September, maybe. Yeah. So, um, once again, um, you know, I'm coming to the end, but as I started the the show, I want to make sure that um, everyone has opportunity to remember to check on individuals that you love. People that are, and specifically creatives. I mean, we're talking about, we talked about, you know, Anthony Bourdain uh, and, you know, just chefs or culinary individuals, uh, people that paint, people that uh, write. Um, all yeah, these, there was the designer last right. week that sh she committed suicide too. As well. Uh, her name is escaping me, unfortunately. So, you know, it's so important for us to, to look out for these or check on our, our, our friends and family. Um, yeah. You folks, especially when you think that, you know, they're so they're so strong and stuff. But, you know, that national hotline uh, for suicide prevention, once again, is 800-273-8255. Um, please make sure you use it. Uh, friends, uh, as we come to the end, once again, I want to, as I end every show, I want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of food you need to be, because really, it is all about the food. Warren, thank you so much for being here. No I really problem. do appreciate it. Yeah, Until next time, folks. Peace. Sit down with the Unbougie Foodie.